This is Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. Hey guys, it's Brian Quick, and I'm really excited to have you back for another episode of Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. Thank you for being a part of the Bringing Value to You community. I also want to say a big thank you to all of you who are posting on social media. Man, that means the world to me. Helping spread the word. You know what? That just tells me that you have a passion for not just bettering yourself, but the world. I also want to apologize for my small absence of the show last week. I've been out with the flu, and it was nearly impossible for me to really do anything. So I had to take care of my health first, and now I'm back. You can visit www.brianquick.net to check out what's going on in my life right now between drum clinics, the Growing Together Tour, my online drum course, and Mallory Hope's new music. So today I'm going to talk about opening up to your boss and why you should do it. But before I go into why you should do that, I just want to let you know that if you have any questions or comments that you may have for me, you can shoot them over to me at brianquickpodcast at gmail.com, and I will get back to you shortly, and they just may make it on the show. I like to keep these podcasts between 10 and 20 minutes, so let's dive in. How long did it take you to lend your very first real job? This this job might not be um, your current job. Or it still may be your job at this point, but not actually um, as a career. But how long did it take you to land your first real job? My second question for you is, how long did it take you to realize that this job was not for you? Now, if the job you're currently um, working in is the job you love and you plan to stick with it for the long haul and you uh, realize that it's a career that you want to take, how long did it take you to realize that you wanted to do that for a living? A while back, I had a job at AT AT&T as a solution specialist. I was really excited about the job and even considered putting drumming on the back burner and was going to work my way up the ladder into management. But about three months in, I had a realization. This job was not for me. There were a few red flags for me. Some of them were ethics of the job, um, having to clock in and out, um, being disciplined uh, for being sick, showing no appreciation for making a sale, and most of all, being emotionally and physically drained after a nine-hour workday. So I decided to vent to a coworker about this uh, situation that I was being burnt out for. Casually, as we were uh, waiting for customers to come in, um, I was just talking to her about it. And... Little did I know, because I was there for for, for about three or four months, um, I kind of didn't realize that this person was one of those people that you would call um, teacher's pet, but the teacher didn't really see it as the pet, but that that, that employee thought she was the pet in a, sense, in a sense. So I didn't realize that. So for me, being uh, for me, I'm an honest person. So I just straight up told this person how I felt. Um, so, but as you can probably imagine, I was called into a meeting with my store manager, and you can guess what the conversation was about. Yep, you guessed right. Everything that I told that particular coworker. The store manager wanted to know why I was complaining and wanted understanding of how I truly felt. So, me being me, I'm an honest person, guys. I told my manager the truth. I told him that I love the challenge and the competitive side of the business, but I feel like everything I do is never good enough. It's always about making someone else more money and that I was not adjusting to the hours very well. We can all attest to retail hours, right? I mean, they're kind of hard. But get this. 
My manager had a positive reaction and was willing to try and understand and change some things in the store to make me feel more comfortable, even if that meant he had to change as a manager. That day I learned two lessons. The first lesson that I learned was that you have to advocate for yourself at work. You know your strengths and you know your weaknesses best, better than anyone else. And they become even more magnified when you're given responsibilities you're not passionate about. Every good leader wants to capitalize on their team's strongest assets, but they need to know what those are even going to be before doing so. Once I became very transparent about what I like and what was my strengths and what were my weaknesses, my manager and I were able to work together on strategies to improve my self-confidence in what I was weak at and ease my workload. For example, one of my strengths is public speaking and leading others. So my manager started to let me discuss a topic or two in the meetings, in our employee meetings. There were even certain things that changed in the store as a whole that everyone else benefited from as well. For me, I was flawed at pitching certain products that I didn't believe in because they didn't pertain to me. But I had to learn that even though they didn't pertain to me, they may have pertained to the customer. The second thing that I learned from my conversation was that I needed to consistently check in with my manager when things started to go downhill. Understand this. No one can help you if they don't realize you need help. Let me repeat that. No one can help you if they don't realize that you need help. Admitting that you have a problem is something that you should not wait around on. You should act on it sooner than later. Our conversation led me to set personal and professional goals for myself, both in the job and future roles that I may have in my current life, and my manager and I designed a plan to ensure I would reach these goals set forth in the job in a timely manner. Um, my manager and I stayed in contact weekly, and I remained transparent about my uncertainty with pitching to items that I did not feel were important in my personal life. So we worked on my perspective of the customer's perspective. This meant that for every customer that I worked with, I would have to take myself out of my own shoes and put myself in theirs and ask myself, would they benefit from this certain product? This meant I would have to work really hard to not pitch a product solely because I did not like it. Because that's what I was doing before. I only pitched products that I liked. Um, I ended up not working for AT&T very long. I worked there for about another six months and then had to leave because I knew I was supposed to be public speaking and teaching and playing drums. But the lessons of that day are staying with me and still stick with me to this day. I know this sounds kind of confusing, but I complained and it all worked out. In your case, the same results may not happen. If you do not have a manager that will have your back, you may want to do some self-evaluation as well. All right, whatever you decide to do, just know this before you do it. You deserve to have a fulfilling job, but it's up to you to make that happen. You deserve to have a fulfilling job, but it is up to you to make that happen. I want to thank you for being a part of the Bringing Value to You with uh, Brian Quick show community. Thank you for sharing on social media. Thank you for rating and reviewing it. It actually helps a ton. Send your questions or comments and in, to brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, because be you because no one else can be a better you than you. No one else can be a better you than you. Thank you.
thanks again for joining us on Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick Podcast. I never get tired of hearing your stories and questions, and I love hearing how you are growing in your personal and professional life. If you have a question that you would actually ask me, please send it to brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. You know, it is the beginning of March, which means it is a great time to look back at your success so far this year and look ahead at what is to come for the next few months. I would love to be a part of your success this year and experience life's change with you. If you would be interested in bringing me out to your church or your business, please contact me at bequickmanagement at gmail.com. I would be honored to come and work with you, or if you would love to be a part of the of my online success coaching courses, contact me at brianquickleadership at gmail.com. I have a special gift for you. To redeem your gift, email me at brianquickpodcast at gmail.com with the, with the subject titled, free gift to learn how to redeem that free gift. If you have been enjoying this podcast, please rate, review, and share it with all your friends because we love seeing others invest in others. Thanks again for joining us here at Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. We will see you next time.